What is happening, fellow fantasy GM? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove, and with our powers combined, we are the Fancy Cruise. Oh, JJ Wang, this is a week of celebration. Today, as we're recording, you might hear it throughout the week, we are recording on Father's Day, and we are two proud papas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got my I got my two reasons I love being a dad T-shirt on. My kids uh, made it for me. I've got a oh dad shirt on as well. I was going up Midwest Midwest. Nice, super both dadded up. You just celebrated a birthday last week. Happy I big birthday, birthday to you! Which was funny. We recorded on your birthday, and I didn't wish you happy birthday. Yeah, no. So I'll post later. <laughs> I meant to have that. The the cup that you gave me ready, but I forgot all about it. it was, it's gonna it's gonna be the new uh, co-host from now on. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I mean, it it'll be seen. I was like, who is this guy from? And it said JJ Wang on the. Um, <laughs> on the I was like, it's got to be Adam. But I appreciate it. Yeah, for those his birthday last week, I've been I've been looking around. I was like, oh, I gotta give him something Houston Texans because I know he owns nothing. And I was like, I don't know what size T-shirt <laughs> he wears because dudes don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got him, a, and I showed my wife a couple. Got him a Tervis steel cup to because I know you drink your coffee or you can put whatever in it. Drink lots of water. Um, it, my wife actually let me get you the bigger one so you can put more in it. Which ironically, the bigger one was cheaper than seven ounces less. I was like, cool. Yeah, I mean, I put, I can, I can fill my co- my coffee in the mornings up with that. I mean, that pretty much the amount of coffee that I drink fills that up. So, holy crap, dude! I gotta, get her, I gotta get her in, man. That's some coffee. What is it? Forty? Is it thirty-two? I think wasn't it? I mean, it's a pretty big. I mean, it's a pretty big cup. But yeah, I, I drink it, drink it, I drink it fast, and then that's all I drink for the day. I drink it fast in the mornings, get me pepped up, and it lasts me all day, so I'd be good. Wow, that's. a... Well, I mean, granted, now by six o'clock, I'm ready to sleep. I guess I'm crashing. <laughs> you know, that's my crash point. I mean, you you are talking to the guy with the unhealthy monster rock star addiction. So yeah, your coffee's nothing. I can't do that. That's the worst stuff ever, man. Oh, I, I'm gonna die early, but I'll be awake. Uh, so anyway, yeah, getting into it, and then oh, but we we forgot the biggest, the biggest. I haven't even told JJ Wang this. He doesn't even realize this. Tuesday, June the twenty second. 2021 was the very first fantasy couriers podcast we were recording on the sunday the 19th so a few days into this we will be one year old 70 episodes in plus some specials how about that happy anniversary yeah i never even realized that i would have never have realized that and i would never have thought about our anniversary point if you would have broke it up probably for the rest of my life that's just not, just like something that never crosses my mind like hardly ever so but yeah i mean it's been fun i didn't i mean i not i don't know i didn't really know if i thought we'd continue going this far i thought we'd probably crash out at some point and be like hey but hey we're still doing it and and as a celebration the um i'm gonna show it here to the youtubers all two of you that watch the youtube <laughs> or podcasters oh you, you can see our screen is all decorated to celebrate the party of the um uh, of of the of the week so one year anniversary and as you see there we are going to jump right into the afc nfc west preview we said we weren't going to talk to anything but I, I had to get those celebrations and surprises there on those couple of things to get us started but we are jumping into the golly the best coast of the like i'm not a west coast fan of pretty much anything but fantasy this year the west coast i am 
I, I'm going to grab a ton of West. So, JJ Wang, do you want to start with the AFC or the NFC? Uh, let's just start with the AFC this time. Okay, so we are looking at the AFC best, or I mean the AFC West. This yeah. division is disgusting. You it got does. Denver. It, it is disgusting, but what if it lets you down? What if it gets all this build up and they just don't end up being being it, what if you tell me how the, the this division lets us down if Carr and Adams don't connect at all and if Russell Wilson is old. That's the only way this division lets us down. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe something crazy. Maybe like um, everybody gets hurt. <laughs> charge, what's uh, what's the Chargers quarterback? Got to bring Herbert. Him? Herbert. What if he? Yeah. What if he just maybe ends up just having like a so-so year, not a great year? What if? What if Tyree Kill ends up being the reason Patrick Mahomes was any good? Well, it doesn't matter. You, you're getting right. You have a nice good bid on the next great Chiefs receiver anyway. That is true. So we're, yeah. we we're not be, talking about Sky Moore. We might be we might be okay. And I got the running back too. So oh, and we're gonna <laughs> talk about him later on. Anyway, uh, so we got Russ going to Denver. We got Adams going to Vegas. We got the Chargers are just good. And the sneaky pickup they got, I didn't even put that. Maybe that. Maybe I got it. I didn't put him in here. Did they get Khalil Mack on defense or something? The, they they did. Um, Gerald Everett. I love. Oh I love the Gerald Everett signing. He's he's not gonna be Waller. <laughs> Or any of those like top six guys, but Jared Everett's consistent. He's a. But we do this every year. <laughs> he did decent life. If you look at him last year, he wasn't terrible. So I didn't pull up because I don't have him. Good for Jared Everett. He wasn't terrible. Well, it's because he got rid of Higby, so he got he got it all to himself. He had a decent year. I, I'm gonna have to pull up stats just to prove you now. No, I mean, um, I mean, like he's he's okay. I mean, it's not something I get excited about, Jared. And then you have the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are gonna be good for at least the next. Eight years now, I guess, because that giant contract they gave Mahomes. Um, Gerald Everett had, uh, yeah, he had Gerald Everett type year. 478, <laughs> 48 catches, four touchdowns. But that was in a running offense. So throw him in a passing offense, booyah. So here's the question I had posed. Um, I've been meeting with some of the Skull King Nation and have a have a buddy over there on Skull King Nation who was, had a couple, who had a question for you. Rank the quarterbacks. Rank the court, and this is, oh, by the way, this is our friend Jared, for, who's enjoying the couriers and stuff, but rank the quarterbacks in the AFC West. Dude, I, I struggled with this in our conversation. All right, so I, I, was thinking, I was thinking about this all, been thinking about it all week. So I'm going to go, of course, pass my host first, but I think second, I'm going, the more I was, the more I've been, like, looking into it and listening to people talk and all this other kind of stuff, kind of on the Raiders bandwagon. I think the Raiders might be one of my top, seven teams this year just by like studying on this week i think david carr is a i think this is going to be his best well we'll get david this. carr has a good year it'll be amazing. i think david carr is number two Derek, Derek, i say david all the time too. awesome or Derek carr, <laughs> Derek carr is number two and then i think herbert is three and then wilson wilson is four so i think that's how it goes wow yeah my my order was and i told him i said every person you talk to is going to give you right. a different four a different and none of them i don't think are wrong like i wanted yeah. to put car higher but i'm like mahomes is one i agree with you i just i, I love russ and i think they're going to let him cook because i got russ's too herbert herbert has shown nothing less than being extraordinary and, and i put him at three and car at four and i'm talking these guys i'm this is a these guys could all four be quarterback ones in my opinion yeah, you're absolutely right. I just got a bad feeling. I don't, I don't think Russell Wilson cooks. I think I think Russell Wilson is at the point in his career where he doesn't have, where he's no longer like that top twelve quarterback. 
And I think oh, I think the other to I, differ. I th- well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I he's my see, player to own. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Oh, fuck, go, go ahead and write on into it then. And there we go. That's what I was gonna say. He is Russell Wilson. So we got our first is our player to own. Russell Wilson had a rough year last year. He was in Seattle, which is just going to. They were they're becoming a weird kind of dumpster fire. They might be kind of like where the Cowboys are. Where they're just going to teeter at six and eight, eight and eights, nine and seven, whatever adds to seventeen. I'm not going to do math today, but he 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 had his lowest passing total. It looks like ever for th- only through for three thousand yards. He still had twenty five touchdowns. But you go back a year, he had forty touchdowns and thirty one, thirty five, thirty four, and that was with a couple of the years. His number one receiver was Tyler Lockett, a little skinny dude that runs fast. And Russell had games to go. He didn't have. He he had some good bruiser backs. He had Carson coming out, who's a decent pass catcher. Now you're going to give Russell Wilson two stud receivers. You're going to give Russell Wilson, um, uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, Dag Nabbit, who came back, and Albert O, who supposedly is a great hands guy, and. They're going to let, he's not going to be in there having to game manage and then hoping he gets to pass. Because a lot of these years, he would start out first half of the year. He was like Kyler Murray last year, killing it. Then all of a sudden, no stats because they ran for the last half of the year. I just, I see a Peyton Manning type year. Not, I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl, but you know, a big year. So I mean, he threw for 40 touchdowns two years ago. Why can't he do that again with these guys? I think Court and Sutton. Uh, Cortland Court, Sutton is always there. Which one of those two guys? I think Sutton is just going to ball out this year. And Russ is my player to own. I All love right, your so, player to own too. Like you can't go wrong. So I'm going to I'm going to rebuke Wilson and then go right into my guy. So I agree with you. I mean, I can see him having a big year. But is the Denver team any different than the Seattle team? Seattle had two stud wide receivers, right? And then they also had a very good running game. What does Denver have? Two stud wide receivers. And a very good running game. So what if Russell Wilson's career now is a run-dependent quarterback that can scramble every now and then and make a long play down the field, which is what he did in Seattle. He would scramble and get a bomb to Tyler Lockett, and that's where Russell Wilson's all of his points come from. What if he's just that quarterback and they just run a whole bunch in Denver and just use the fact that Russell Wilson is a smart, turns into a game-managing type quarterback? I it, it'll depend upon what direction Hackett goes. Yeah. So Hackett's jumping in. It's By the way, way, he's the same age as us. How crazy is that? And he's the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, I, everything you say is true. Let's talk about your dude right, who sir. he he's. I think it's the same story. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> so, so I just pulled up the stats from last year. I wasn't sure what it was. So is it true that he had almost five thousand passing yards last year? Yes. And this and and, and this was with. I won't tell him who it is. No, oh, Derek Hart, my bad. I apologize. <laughs> and, I, and I just jumped on the bandwagon this week completely. I was, wasn't a fan before this week. Just, jumped on, the, just jumped on the bandwagon. So he threw for 5,000 yards. And this was this was with an injured Darren Waller and his number one receiver being um, Hunter Riffer, right? Yeah. Who so now you get – you turn Hunter Renfro into your best friend in Devontae Adams, and you get a healthy Darren Waller, and now Renfro is about – so if he did this without Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams is – we know he's good, and he scores a lot of t- – and he only had 23 touchdowns. So what if Devontae Adams turns that 23 touchdowns 
into like 30 to 35 with like 5,000 yards passing, I mean, the Raiders could be on it. Dude, I, I'm so I excited am... about there. I think the Raiders might be like my number seven favorite team right now. <laughs> Pretty soon, who's going to be your 32nd favorite team? Probably the Cowboys. <laughs> I, um... got one, I got one more team to go through. That's, that, that, and that'll finish out my top seven, I think. So uh, I agree with all the points there. I, for me, it's always his. It's weird. Like he only has one season over thirty touchdowns. Yeah, it's which, crazy, and which is crazy, and it's because he was getting vultured on the goal line because last year Jacobs, as stinky as he was, still had nine touchdowns, twelve the year before, and seven. Or they just didn't score. So he would get the the decent. I mean, he's only he's he's got four years in a row of four thousand yards. I mean, that's the new Mendoza line. But twenty six attempts. Yeah, and that was without Devontae Adams. Did it? You you? I'm I'm with you. A three percent touchdown rate just isn't going to do it, though. Yeah, that's got to that's got to increase. I think with Devontae Adams and that that increases. I'm I'm hoping I'm a Waller owner, so I'm hoping that he's imagine Waller, Adams, and Renfro, he's oh, gonna be Wes Welker. So, so hold that real quick, and that can lead me into my player to avoid here while you say that. That's not, <laughs> We're that, we are so on some does, tracks here. <laughs> does that work? So my player to avoid, I know it sounds kind of weird after I'm just spreading all my love to the uh to the Raiders here, but I think my player to avoid is Darren Waller. What was Darren Waller when he had all those targets? So he had 145 in 2020 and 117 in 2019. It's a lot of targets, right? He was the number one guy. Well, guess what? All those targets are now going to Devontae Adams. He's no longer that number one guy. Might not even be the number two guy because Hunter Renfro blurred up. So now we're talking about the number three guy. So, yeah, um, that might work for tight end. He might make – still probably makes him a top 10 tight end. But I think the days of Darren Waller being top three, over. Uh, I see it happening. You know what else Darren Waller was in 2019 and 2020? Healthy. Yes. Right now we are snake bitten. We've got nipped in the butt that he's going to suck again. I mean, really, in 2019 he only had three touchdowns. Yeah, 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 but this has nothing to do with injuries. He could be healthy all year. This has everything to do with Devontae Adams gobbling up every target because he's your quarterback's your best friend, and you're Devontae Adams. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, you're going to pass him all the time. He might get 180 targets. They're going to put four guys on him, and then Renfro – and Renfro is going to be there, but a healthy Darren Waller. I think Renfro is the one that gets hurt the most by abs. Like, like, like Waller's not going to have 145 targets. Waller will probably be, be closer to the. Uh, he could still get 115. I think probably he does 117 exactly, is realistic. I think he does exactly what he did last year. Completely honest. Yeah, with more touchdowns or with the same? Two. Maybe maybe a few more touchdowns. I think Devontae Adams may open it up for him down at the touchdown area. But I see it 100 targets, 55 to yeah. So. Last year with maybe five more touchdowns. Well, okay. Which yeah, probably still makes him a top tight end. On, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that makes him like a top five tight end easily. Yeah, but I don't think – I think Darren Waller being <laughs> up there with the, with the top guys is, is no longer. But not a fourth-round pick. That's where the challenge runs at. Darren Waller or TJ Hawkinson? TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Darren Waller or George Kittle? Oh. That's the that's line. 
I still go Kittle. I think he's okay, so I think right, right there. So you got Waller basically what's at five? I think. Yeah, I think like yeah, yeah, six, yeah, six, five, six, seven. I think Dallas Goddard's bound for a big year. Really? Ooh, sneaking him. Goddard or Kittle then as we go off range. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm gonna go Goddard. Okay, that's a hot take. So I'm staying with them and I'm gonna go Josh Jacobs. There's and I can give this in like thirteen seconds. The Raiders are gonna be a running back by committee. The end. Josh Jacobs is going to lose a lot of his stuff. I mean, he had 4.0 yard, four yards per attempt last year. Maybe, maybe it helps him. Maybe they keep him healthy. But they brought they brought in um, Mr. White, Mr. Z- Z- Zion White, to um, be in there and Zamir White. the future. What? Zamir White. Zamir White. Ah, darn. I was thinking Zion Williamson in my head. Rock sport. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zamir White's in there, and he's the future. They didn't re up Jacobs. So I mean, the what I could be is totally wrong. And they DeMarco Murray him and they just run him till he dies. Well, interesting. I heard this week that oh, so like I said, I don't know if it's, this is just what I heard that Josh Jacobs asked to be part of committee. the committee. So maybe That's maybe That's weak. maybe he's tired of being the workhorse getting all and maybe maybe he just wants to play longer. What about that? I'd cut him. You know, there's one thing I taught my son. I told my son as he was learning to play soccer, I said, you never volunteer to come out unless you are dying. And he's playing little kid soccer. He's not dying yet. He never volunteered to come out again after the first game. I was like, you, you, you get up there. You're there to play the game. You know, like, I mean, you're looking how many attempts. Let's see. I'm trying to find his attempts. Yeah, but this here. comes from people. 172 yards on 217 rushes last year. No, I don't, he didn't. I don't think he did very good last year. But you're well, you're also 273 and talking to people that don't get pounded in head constantly every Sunday. Uh, yeah. So maybe some people just don't like that. Yeah, could be. So, yeah, I, mean, we, I, don't, we, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for it. But, I mean, maybe some people just don't. Maybe some people want to be. A little healthier. <laughs> so based upon the two of us, it's going to be Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, and everybody else on that team is going to stink. So let's move on to absolute buy low players. My buy low player, um, you didn't have one. I'm going to stick with yours. I like yours. My buy low player, I, I have no more reason than it. sometimes it's a gut feeling because he's never done anything. Is KJ Hamler of the KJ Hamler of the Denver Broncos and I only have one two words to say as to why KJ Hamler is the guy I'm choosing. Those words are Tyler Lockett. KJ Hamler hey, is five nine one seventy eight. Right Can we pause it right there? That is exactly my two <laughs> words as well. So we're good. I've been thinking about that all week. I was like, what if Hamler is just the exact same exact same player as Lockett and Russell Wilson just likes players like Lockett because he can scramble and Hamler's just down there wide open somewhere. Yeah, that, we're talking the difference between these two dudes is Lockett is one inch taller yeah. and three pounds bigger. I thought I, I thought the same thing on this one, yeah. And they are both fast as all get up. They are, I mean, it could, but the problem, the difference is Tyler Lockett only had one DK Metcalf or zero DK Metcalfs. Whereas KJ Hamler has two DK Metcalfs in Sutton and Judy. But if Russell Wilson likes to scramble and he yep. knows that Hamler's his guy on scrambles, so every time he screams, he's looking for Hamler. So boom, that's who he's going to first look. He's not looking for the great route runner that's running precise south rights because that's already behind him because he's scrambling. The routes are routes are over. He's not looking for the deep guy that just runs straight down the field because what if he's on the other side of the field? So Hamler's just going to be running around there in the middle, 
And he's just be like, oh, I'm just going to throw it down there because Halo is going to be wide open. Yeah. I. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yep, the end. That's all I got to say about that. Let's move on to our best rookie. Speaking of, if I can't like Josh Jacobs because of Z- Zamir White's name's written right here, and I call him Zion. Zamir White, I've got to say, there because this this division is so top heavy that there's going to be some rookies that are decent. Um, my sleeper, I liked as a rookie, but I don't think he's going to be anything great. He's a hope sleeper. Zamir White. Um, if nothing else, he becomes the passing back for them. He's going to get some yards. They're going to basically they're oiling up this car to go next year, and that's what makes him the best rookie. You're going to see you're going to see flashes, and you know if Josh Jacobs doesn't want to play, Samir White might, and they'll be like, "Hey, I'll play you." Josh Jacobs said he's weak. He doesn't want to play, and Josh McDaniels he will he'll he's coming from Patriots. He's going to want to play different backs. So let's do it. Yeah, I I like Samir White. I mean, coming from Georgia, Georgia running backs are good. I've got no no arguments. I actually just picked him up. I just picked him up, but no, nah, I didn't get him in that draft. The Raiders fan got him in the draft we just had, didn't he? Got him in the last draft. But yeah, not pretty much the same same thing as on my guys, um, my top rookie, and that's Isaiah Spiller. Where of course we know um Austin Eckler's the guy, right? And they've been looking for that number two guy to maybe take some of the rushes away from Austin Eckler and turn make sure Eckler is stays healthy and doesn't have to run the ball between the tackles. And I think they finally got that guy in Spiller. Some, he evidently didn't have a good combine, dropped way down to the fourth round. And I think the Chargers finally get their number two running back on their third try, third time's a charm. Didn't work the first two years. And Spiller was like coming before the combine, Spiller was like the number three running back in the draft. Made three seasons at Texas A&M with over 1,000 yards. Uh, big dude, 6'1", like 220, 215. So he's big dude. He's fast. I think this is. I think this. I think they finally hit on this. And you just got him in our rookie auction draft this weekend. So that's what you're just trying to make yourself look good, right? I get him everywhere. I try to get him in every draft. Good guy. But but I think I. I, Yeah, I just think he's. Think he. I think it's going to work for him. I think he's going to get a lot lot of like the touchdowns too. Didn't Eckler also want to be in a committee? Is Eckler weak like Jacob saying he wants to be in a committee as well? I think Eckler's different. I think think Eckler's more that receiving. You don't want Eckler to run the ball, right? You want Eckler to be the pass-catching. Yeah, you want Eckler to be that pass-catching guy. And then you don't want him to run between the tackles. I think it's going to work out good. Sweet. Yeah, those are, you know, I can't argue. I'm not as well-versed in Spiller. Uh, you finally got me on the Eckler train. So I'm sitting there trying to, I was like, I'm on the Eckler train. How can I be on the Eckler? I give up. So our deep sleepers also happen to be rookies and they also happen to be on the same team. You're going deep. I'm going shallow deep because you do yours first. So mine is my, my, probably my rookie man crush this year, which is Justin Ross. Oh yeah. We talked, we talked about him agnosium in here. So I'm not going to talk a lot, but basically the dude looks good. Is if he stays healthy, Sky Moore will be. Nobody will know who Sky Moore is on a trivia question in five years. MVS will be a waste <laughs> of money, and even though he's the number one receiver in Kansas City, we all know that. And Juju will be selling insurance. That's, but Ross has looked great so far. He's got good size and he's got a good pedigree. He broke out at eighteen, which is apparently a good. It's a good target for future success. So Justin uh-huh. Ross, baby. Like I said, it was just those injury. He would have been like the number one receiver probably coming out. If he's like last two, three years. Yeah, injuries hurt him, and that happens, and that's why it feels. I mean, he went undrafted, so I mean, it's deep, so it might not even happen. But your guys deeper. 
I mean, he looks good. But yeah, so my guy, <laughs> this just goes for the fact that, I mean, they, they got to run the ball somehow, and the guy last year just wasn't what we all thought. So I'm going, I'm sticking with the Chiefs, and I'm going Isaiah Pacheco, right? So he was like pick 251 in the draft. I'm not sure exact, I'm not sure where he is out of from. I got him. So, but they, they call him a race car with no brakes. I mean, I'm not really sure what that means. I don't know if you really want a race car with no brakes. Sounds kind of dangerous. But, I mean, they weren't completely satisfied with um, Hilaire running the ball. He didn't do a very good job. He didn't do a very good job catching the ball. Um, so maybe this guy comes in, I mean, and maybe he can take over, like, between the tackles. I mean, he's a pretty big dude. What is, he's what? Seventh the, round. Five, yeah, pick 251. So he's 5'11", 220. So, I mean, he's right there. Just how big you want your running backs. So maybe he can impress a little bit and pop somewhere. Who knows? I don't know. I was on it. I think if he does, he's a year back because they signed McKinnon back, and that's going to be a – they they like but, what they saw of him, and CEH stinks. So, and they got so, – I mean, he Pachinko's so buried. I want him to be good. I like the I like what he's coming through, but – Scares me a little bit. That's why I didn't bid him up in your league. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but, so, I, was, I was like, I want to push it, but I can't. They really do like McKinnon. But going back to MVS, before I knew, I wanted to put him in this, but I completely forgot about it. Evidently, that guy is killing it in training camp. So he's, he's going to be the man this year. Watch out. They're, well, they, they this year, NFL is going totally flag football in shorts. He'll be great. Yeah. Until he right. drops the ball. Right. So as we spent 600 years on the AFC West, hey, as we should. Can we take a break? I need something to drink. We will pause for a non-commercial break. Yeah. So yeah, we left that in the podcast. That's got to be the most unprofessional thing you've ever heard. No, sorry, this, this is the the, pre- the birthday thing. Oh yes, there's the Texans cup. It's nice to see it in person. But yeah, so I, I was I usually trim out stuff when we record, but you're gonna see and hear us doing that because it's fun because we're talking that long about these divisions. If you're if you're going through this with us, know that next week we'll be back to our thirty to thirty five minute pace for the next while maybe maybe we just really well we're not doing two giant divisions we'll be doing like topical throughs or a quick draft so we'll be good to go don't listen to jj wang he's full of baloney (laughs) except for this fantasy prognostications and being the fantasy couriers college football expert so we are going to (laughs) we are going to the nfc west which not as strong as the other but still it's it's fun to watch it's it's close to being one of the new it's an it's an interesting black and blue type division. We got the 49ers and they're just Shanahanigans going on all around. We got the Super Bowl, DJ Dove predicted Los Angeles Rams. We have the Arizona. What are they gonna do with Kyler's new toy, Kyler's uh suspended toy and a bunch of rookie tight ends and who's the running back Cardinals and Seattle? Okay, anyway, so those are the four teams in the West. The question I have for you as we get in, because I don't see it as part of our board. Uh, it's part of my board a little bit, but now I can skip my guy. In San Francisco, what are your thoughts on Elijah Mitchell in the running game? Oh, by the way, San Francisco is my sixth favorite team. Maybe Ooh. it might be in the top five. I mean, they're here. They're, they're I really do. I'm a huge Shanahan fan, of course, like Trey Lance. But I think Elijah Mitchell gets the beginning work. Like, he's going to start as long as he stays healthy. I think I think he'll keep it. I think he did enough last year. He proved to him like, hey, he came in, he did the job, he did what Shanahan asked him to. I know they got a couple. Um, they drafted a rookie, and they still got Trey Sermon. Who knows what about that guy? But yeah, Trey I think Sermon. thanks for I think, draft pick. I think Elijah Mitchell has it as long, and runs with it as long as you know 
stays healthy, and he, like I said before, but he's got first shot at it. I think it's his. All right, cool. Uh, it's interesting because I, I believe, I think I had the stat right without pulling it up, that in the last four years, the 49ers have had four different leading <laughs> running backs, and I think they've all been really, really close to 1,000 yards or so, give or take. I'm not quoting it here. I'm pulling it off the top of my head. So it's just... Because they, they always get injured. That's what I'm saying. If he just stays if he stays healthy, I mean, I think it's... Because if he stays healthy, you know he's going to play well. But he got injured Every, last year. Well, he got hurt a little bit there towards yeah. the end of the season. I think he only played like 11 games, I think. So, I mean, if he's able to play all 17 games, you know, 15, 16, 17 games, something in that area, I think, I think he'll he'll be the, he'll be the guy. So, in this division, I think we pretty much say Seattle's the worst team as a whole. Arizona Rams and 49ers are better. Who could win, who wins this division? Oh, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go San Francisco. I mean, I just like San Francisco. Homer. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like Kyle Shanahan. I like I mean, I've always liked Shanahan. But that's my guy. I believe you're the champs here at Dethrone. The Rams, to me, only got better. We'll talk about that in a moment. So players to own in this division, we both are going with the most important division in professional sports. I'm going with Dr. Jekyll, or is it Mr. Hyde? It depends upon who you're talking to. Yeah, Kyler, the first seven games or the last seven games. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's going to have a little Derek Carr syndrome this year. He is reunited with his BFF, Marquise Hollywood Brown, coming off of a 1,000-yard, six-touchdown, 91-reception season. Now him and his his best buddy, Kyler, are together. It would have been nice if they had D-Hop there, but D-Hop decided to take – I forget that common thing that everybody gets. It's a bonehead steroid or whatnot. And he's out for a couple of weeks, but they brought back Ertz. They have some decent running backs there. And Kyler's going to run. To me, Kyler's – Until he gets hurt. Hey, that, that's that's everybody, isn't it? No, because he's Kyler run. He's Johnny can run. Because Kyler Murray's only five nine, he can it, it takes a. No, it doesn't take as much to crumble Kyler Murray as it does to take, like, say, a Josh Allen or someone bigger. I will tell you, he is five ten. Marquise oh. Brown is five nine. Five ten, not so, bad. The, these are guys. These guys are giants. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look up and I can see both of them from down here at my vantage point. But I, I just think bringing Hollywood, I was never a fan of. Like, I gave away Hollywood for chump change ever. I was like, here, somebody, I'll, give me a third round pick. I'll give you, and no one would take him. Like, literally, I finally traded him away last year, and then I traded back for him, then I traded him away. Like, I picked him up and all sorts of play. Like, I'm an income poop. But I think this connection's gonna be like the Car Adams thing, and then he'll have D-Hop in six weeks to come back, and I think Kyler's gonna be Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll. It's gonna be that kind of a year, but I think he might start slow as they get acclimated in the real game together. And then once James Conner gets hurt, we'll have the we'll have Daryl Williams take over the running back. Zach Ertz will be great, and we'll move forward. And they'll fight with the 49ers and Rams for the division. I hope you're right. I mean, I I got Kyler in in a couple places. I think well, I think just one place. But like I said, it's he's a scary guy to own. You just don't. I trade him away when he plays good. I mean, you're like boom, you know, you got a top five quarterback, but when he Playing bad, like man, this guy sucks. Okay, let's go to your guy because he's done so much to prove he should oh. be the player to own. Well, my guy doesn't suck. All right, no, oh. but my guy, my guy's uh, Trey Lance. Uh, of course, I'm gonna stick with my 49ers love here, and it's because I think Trey Lance is just the kind of quarterback that you want these. I mean, he can throw deep, he can run, he can scramble, and for fantasy, that's what you want. And I think he's going to be. Good enough with Kyle Shanahan running the offense. I wanted to say some, maybe think along the 
along the lines of when um, Robert Griffin came into the Redskins, his rookie year, or was it? Yeah, he Robert Griffin was fantastic until he got injured. Then that's when everything started happening. And I'm thinking, seeing the same kind of thing right here. I think Trey Lance has that potential to run that kind of offense. And I think the sky's the sky's the limit. I think you're looking for like seven, eight hundred yards rushing and you know some touchdowns. And I don't know if the passing game is going to be all that great, but we don't really need a great passing game if you're going to be running that much. So I think, I think this is it, man. I really do. I think Kyler and Lance could be the same player. Yeah, it could I, be. Right. I think I think Kyler is a way better passer, but I think Lance is a way better runner. Yeah. As far as you know, he's you know he's bigger. He could take. I think it takes better hits. Kyler just look when he gets hit, it just looks like he just crumbles. He just stops hitting. Yeah, it's so small, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only reason I wouldn't put Lance here is because I haven't seen it, don't know what's going to get. I've seen Kyler play well. So players to avoid, basically we have a theme here. Uh, it could be anybody that's having the ball thrown to them by, golly, who are we looking at? Geno Smith Drew or Drew Locke. Locke. Jacob now it's Geno, I think. Jacob Eason. I think Jacob Eason. Oh, he's your boy. <laughs> so I put DK and I you put – it's there's not a lot of explaining, is there? Running team with bad quarterback. But I will. I, I didn't check the stats, but I feel like when Geno Smith came into the game last year, he connected well with DK Metcalf. I think Russell Wilson connected really well with Tyler Lockett because of the way he played. I think Metcalf. I mean, Geno Smith is more of a in the pocket quarterback, and he looks for DK a little more, especially down in the end zone. So when I think Geno Smith plays, he looks for DK. So I think there is a chance for DK to maintain, I don't want to say, you know, I don't think top 12, but I think it's maintain his relevance, his relevance, maybe like a wide receiver too. I could be wrong with that, but I, I remember when he when 43, 96, 58, 98, and 60. So it's a, it's a sort of a roller coaster when he when they played together last year. Yeah, so I, I just I feel like he was looking for him more, especially yeah. during the so we'll see. I'm not really, but I think it's still gonna be bad either way. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I will move on, and then we'll be wrong. I'd I'd rather be wrong. And ugh. anyway, oh, by low I do players. Know Lock does well, though. I'm rooting for it. Yeah, I, they're not gonna start him because I think they want to lose. Uh, my by low player is a guy that I love, and then I hate, and then I love, and then I hate, and then I have him, and then I hate him, and then I. It took me a second Alan to Robinson. figure out. It took me a second to figure out who that was. It's it, it's 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 Allen Robinson. He's he was he had nobody passing to him in Jacksonville. Had that great year. He crushed me, crushed me in the fan. Like he had that game where he had so many yards or some last minute. I forget what it was, but it knocked me out of the playoffs. So I'm like, I'm getting him the next year. And then he just didn't do great the next year. And then he tore his ACL. Then he went to Chicago and he did okay building back from the ACL. Then he did great. So he did great again. So I traded for him. And then he stunk last year, but. Now he's Robert Woods. He's the Robert Woods role in a great system and a great team, and he's got talent. So I'm banking by by a Rob Lowe, and he will step into that role because if not, it's Van Jefferson. So by a Rob Lowe, and play him opposite Cooper Cup. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I've never really been a huge a Rob fan, so I don't. I'm not. I don't have anything negative to say or really anything positive, but. I feel like there for a while he was really good and then he just fell off a cliff. And then that would maybe do to, you know, the Bears were god awful last year. But, you know, you know, I got nothing but negative to say. But, yeah, I'm sure it can't be any lower than what he is right now. So 
especially in that offense. I don't know if he's as good as Robert Woods. Is. I think I'd rather I have Robert. Better. I think yeah, I'd rather have. I think Robert Woods is better. I think Robert Woods has been a better player over their career. Yeah. I could be wrong with that, but anyway, that's a tough one. They're what? both pretty good. Yeah, they are both pretty good. So my guy is guy I was really high on last year, and for some reason he didn't even play the first half of the season. Kind of played a little better in the second half, um, and that's uh, Brandon Ayuk, of course, sticking with my 49ers here. I don't really have a lot. I'm just, I'm just a fan. I think Trey Lance is better. I don't, I don't think Debo play has the same season as he did last year. I can't. There's got to be regression. Yeah, so I don't think that happens. I think he falls back down to more of that mid-range, like wide receiver two, and maybe close to the end of the wide receiver two range, maybe. Um, especially with Lance, like wanting to run a lot. So I mean, I'm not really sure how high his Ike ceiling can be, but I think he does better than I think he's involved the whole season this year. Let's say that. Does that make? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's involved. He's- Got Kyler syndrome? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's involved the whole season, involved in the game plan all year, I mean, I think I get six to eight targets, you know, a week and made some, you no know, seven, eight touchdowns, hopefully. I mean, I think that, I mean, it's only 23 years old. So, I mean, still got a ways to, you know, still, still got a ways to climb. His dynasty value is still really high, actually. I've been looking at oh, his trades. And- I don't, oh, know if I, really, I don't know if I really not gonna get it. You're going to pay more than you want to pay if you want even Dynasty as well. But yeah, so, I mean, I think he's solid. Our rookies, um, you got the ho- the low-hanging fruit, and I went a little bit higher on the tree. Um, I'll go your guy first because yours is the obvious one. I was going to put him like, eh, I'll go with the other guy. Yeah, my guy's like pretty, I think the best rookie in this whole – I don't want to say the best, but like the, probably the highest-ranked rookie in this in this division. That's Kenny Walker pretty obvious i don't see seattle running a whole lot or passing a whole lot i think they're going to want to run i know they got rashad penny of course we know his injury history but he did explode at the end of the season last year so i think he's got first crack at it i mean if he continues to play like that obviously he's going to get the ball chris carson coming back from the next surgery i I mean i have heard that he's playing well he really really wants to come back and play so he's going to give it everything he's got so i mean he's probably still going to be in the picture but I think Kenny Walker probably this is probably more like maybe close to the end of the year, like second half of the year, maybe it's a little bit before he gets adjusted, and it's only time probably before Penny gets hurt. But I mean, I will say, I mean, what if Penny doesn't get hurt and he just explodes? What if he Penny just has that year? You never know. But I, I think just Kenny gave him away for a sack of potatoes in one of my leagues. So I think um, I traded him for Drew Locke one time. Yeah, I gave I him. I traded him to you for Drew Locke. Yeah. Can't argue there, but I do have to say one thing. He is no longer Kenny or Kenneth. He is Ken Walker. Ken Walker is his adult name. While J.J. Wang is disappearing in the background, all of that great liquid from the new Houston Texans mug is taking him out. I'm going to talk about my rookie, who is Tyrion Davis-Price, for no other reason than he's a 49ers running back. He had back-to-back – last year I had 1,000, year before I had 45 – wait, I'm looking at – yeah – Last year, a thousand yards for LSU. He's stepping into a running system. They plug and play running backs that you've never heard of, like no tomorrow. That's my reasoning. I have nothing deeper. I was going to write Ken Walker, but I was like, eh, I'll, I'll throw something out there. People are drafting Kenny Walker second or third in the draft anyway, maybe fourth. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, like, who's your favorite <laughs> running back? Yeah, I can still, <laughs> but yeah, I agree with 100%. I, if, like, if somebody gets injured, 
Last minute gets injured, I think he's going to be just as much opportunity as anybody else. There's always like ends up being like four running backs who ends up being necessary in our offense line. I just they just can It's amazing they just can't find one to play for the whole season. But when that guy, when they do find that guy, Elijah Mitchell, I think I mean watch out. Yeah, like, Tyrion Davis Price is gonna have a great year. Or actually, yeah. I'll be honest, Trey Sermon is just gonna be amazing. No, could you yeah. imagine if Trey Sermon was Trey the man? Sermon. I still that would be nuts. I I held I held on to him in one league. I still got him in one Me league too. just. Just in case, you never know. In our first, in our one dynasty, I have him. So deep sleepers. I'm going. My my reasoning behind my guy is the same as my Tyrion Davis. My my guy is Kyron. How you say it? Kyron Williams. Yeah. Kyron Williams. Okay, Kyron Williams. Uh, the last two years at, at Notre Dame, he had over a thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns, and fourteen touchdowns. He's produced. And he's in a system much like the 49ers system. You go to you go to go to Los Angeles. They produce running backs, but the catch for him is he's two injuries away from it. That's why he's deep because they do play generally one running back. So if you look at how how they go, Henderson was nothing until Acres got hurt. They want to play Acres, so Henderson will probably. I think this year he'll get more track tread because they saw what he did, but. If those guys go down, one or two of those guys go down, he could step right in and keep the machine running. Well, we'll say he is a better receiver than both those running backs. So, and they and they also say he's a really good blocker too. And that's the best way for a, a young running back to get on the field is by being a really good blocker. So if you're a really good blocker and you can catch the ball, oh yeah. I mean, especially in that offense. I mean, I think there's targets. Targets to targets to go around because you only got like what one major target, right? Cooper Cup. I yeah. after that, after that, the, all of them are up in there. And oh, Allen Robinson, A. A. Rob, yeah, yeah. And, but at, but even but even that, he's like he's new, so you don't you don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know the A. A. Rob of last year, or is he the A. Rob of three years ago? Yep, true. There's a lot, the targets are there because they don't use a tight end a lot. Okay, now waste our time real quick. Oh my god! All right, so my guy had a bit of a resurgence last year. I mean. Not sure. I think he can pop. I think he's got one more year out of him. And I know he's better. Old. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's old. Gross, I my think pick's bad. He'll be 34 this year, and that's AJ Green. And uh, he, he, I'm surprised. He had almost 900, had 848 yards last year, right? Or 54 catches. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's right. 15 uh, yards per catch. He only had three touchdowns, but I mean that. But without Hopkins, especially the beginning of the season, um. He'll, without he'll definitely be the number two. I guess Hollywood Brown will be the number one. He'll definitely be the number two. And that offense throws a lot. Um, like I said, and he played all sixteen games last year too. So I mean, playing every game, being the number. He there were seventeen, but you know. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he played seventeen. Well, he played more played than 16. one game. So I mean, good for him. So Hopkins comes <laughs> back. Even Hopkins last year in the beginning of the season wasn't the Hopkins that we knew. He was getting touchdowns, but he wasn't getting the targets in the yards. A.J. Green in the beginning of last year was still pl- was playing really well. And I, I'm not saying A.J. Green is going to be like, of course, he's a deep sleeper. But I think he could kind of sneak into that wide receiver three role. Yeah. And stranger things have happened. Old guys pop up every now and then. I mean, I think if he produces, if you have him on a redraft team and he's producing those first few weeks, Trade him immediately for whatever you can get, because yeah. it's gonna be a it'll be a nice haul early, and then about a few weeks later when D Hop comes back, he is invisible. Yeah, maybe, but maybe D Hop is on the decline, and it's not, and he's never D Hop again. 
but you're saying AJ Green's going to be better than D. Like D Hop's not going to be D Hop again. That's that's pretty much it's a set thing. But AJ, I, uh, I told I you, know, I, you know, I, it's, it's okay. Am I expected a lot out of AJ? No, but I thought what AJ AJ Green did last year was impressive, considering like the last two years. I mean, it was six seven hundred yards, five hundred yards. And like his career was over, but yeah. kind of had a bit of resurgence. Well. I think our listeners need to buy a new pair of running shoes. We have worn them out in these four-week marathons. Maybe next year we start sooner, and we'll just go one division a show or take them chop them in half. We'll figure it out. We're learning. It's only been a year. We're 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 still toddlers in this podcasting industry. So, J.J. Wang, before I keep mumbling on for a while, give us some words of wisdom as we roll out of here. Yeah, so my words of wisdom. So I guess I guess you could kind of say like the fantasy season is like kind of like starting to pick up, right? I mean, I, can't, I think we're getting close. Train like we have the mini camps, the training camps are about to pick up, and I think this is where everybody starts getting excited about fantasy. Like everybody that you know took the summer off or took the took the winters off, you know, whatever, whatever you want to take off, and you know they kind of disappear for fantasy recharge, and now they're back in it. Like just don't get too oversaturated in the beginning. Like kind of like. Ease yourself into it. I mean, like for me, you were okay. I was like saturated from all year round. I'm talking the guy that comes back. I mean, like just you know, working. You missed a lot over this past Mm. four months, so you know you got a lot to lot to catch up on. So catch up on all your all your news before you jump full steam ahead and start making moves. You don't, you know, you regret a couple couple weeks down the road. So just, man, or you know, or you just jump right into it and just be fancy, or just listen to the. Fantasy Curious podcast from the beginning of May until now, and you've got everything that's happened since the rookie draft. Yeah, yeah. Just Tell about rookies before, and they didn't have jobs. So now they do. Never stop listening. You'll just yeah, be caught up better. all year round, right? Even but, better. But yeah, that's even better. Stay. Um. Yeah, fantasy is great. Just stay involved as possible, especially in the offseason, man. Like we had a couple of that dra- couple of drafts, and just. But hopefully, maybe next year they learn, and then, you know it's a little better. But as always, trust yourself and trust the process. <laughs> <laughs>